Hi, my name is Brett Richards. I'm the Chief Executive of Goldshore Resources, a newly formed gold company in Ontario, Canada. We have a historic resource of 4 million ounces that we acquired from West Dome Gold Mines back in January of 2021. Subsequent to the acquisition, we raised $25 million to support the development of the project. And those transactions were approved by the TSX on May 31st, and we were admitted for trading on June 4th. So a fairly new gold story. Well, welcome to our Sunny Shores. Uh, you're over here for the one-to-one -one conference, uh, presumably to find and talk to a whole new raft of investors, despite being a new story. How are you finding that? Uh, it's great. I was just up in Frankfurt at a conference last week, and I think we're starting to see some momentum in the gold space now, both in you know what we what we're hearing kind of in the macroeconomic you know view mm -hmm. of uh, of gold. Uh, due to inflation, but I think gold equities are starting to get some traction now as well. But why do you say, why do you say, why do you say that? Because like the economic story has been there since the beginning of the year. People are nervous. Printing of money, never a good thing. Great for gold, but nothing moved this year. But what, what else is driving that uh, thought process of yours? Yeah, you're exactly right. And because when we started this company around this time last year, we had our initial discussions. I think we all felt the same thing. My board and my advisory board, we all felt gold was going to perform in 2021. It hasn't. It's actually been quite flat. So the, the, I think the underlying fundamentals have been there, but the, the market has been, I'll say, a little uh, nervous to deploy capital. And when we listed in June, the, 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 the market just dried up in the summertime, and as did the, the gold space. It's amazing. Timing is everything in, in mining. Well, in, in a lot of a lot of cases, timing is everything. But did that make it more difficult to raise the, the capital or did you already have that capital pool lined up? I'm looking at the management team and board. It's meaningful. That must have made it easier. It did. It, it did. There's, there's a lot of well-known guys, guys who have delivered track records um, over their careers. And it's why we put it together. We have a lot of horsepower and that network extends to you know credibility and extends to our ability to raise capital. So when we raised the first 25 in, in February uh, of this year, I'm not going to say it was easy, but it wasn't as difficult as it would have been in the summer or in, in September of this year. That's for sure. That's for sure. Um, so some of these names, I mean, we've interviewed a few recently. You're not, you're not messing around here. It's kind of like the A-team have come to play, but who's actually come to play? Who's just a name which kind of gives you access when you need it? Yeah, I think, you know, on our board, we, we designed our board as a majority of a group of guys and, and ladies, but a group of people who are CEOs in their own right. We have six CEOs on our board of junior mining or mid-tier mining companies, and they're all very active. You know, I talk to them regularly and I, I talk to them about the market. I talk to them about their investor base, you know, what people are looking for, the time. So, so it, it is very, very helpful. And we also have two very good quality individuals uh, appointed by Westome. And Westome are, are obviously a strategic shareholder and they have two board seats. So we say strategic, basically they've vended in the project, right? So what, what does that deal look like? So we acquired, the, we acquired the Moss Lake project for $52 million in cash and shares and $12.5 million of cash initially and 30 million shares uh, upon uh, approval of the transaction. We still owe 20 million in shares over some milestones over the next three or four years. Right. So they are, um, I'm going to say, a strategic investor. But what they are is a, they're, they're not a, uh, a company that's going to most likely come back and say, yeah, you know what, great job on the development. We'll, we'll, we'll take it from here. 
they, I think they really see this as a pure investment because Moss Lake wasn't strategic for them in any way. Interesting. I'll, I'll come back to that. But you've also got to manage that process. So they, some people say, oh, well, they'll just come in and take over the project, which can be a good thing or a bad thing. Or they're a big strategic shareholder right now, which is a good thing. And then maybe it's an overhang at some point. So you've got to manage that process with them, don't you? We do. Um, I think from the initial discussions we had uh, with, with West Ohm, I think they felt that you know they, they could have received $50 million of cash from somebody, <clears throat> but they wanted to take a position to get exposure to the gold price run. Everyone thought the gold price was going to run when we, uh, when we did this transaction, and also to the exposure of the project uh, being developed. So if we can turn however many times money for them, it's in, for them, that's meaningful. $50 million for a $1.6 billion company is not as meaningful, but they saw this as an investment. And I think driving their, the, the impetus to, to hang around and get exposure to it was the team. It come, falls back on the, on the group of people who have you know, delivered on projects like this uh, throughout their careers. And there's, there's a, a very, very solid team put together for this. So how many, okay, for you, you're a shareholder. Yeah, you I put am. some money in. You mm-hmm. own cold hard cash. I put a lot of cash in. Okay, so you're serious about this. I guess some of the other players have put a bit of money in too. You're determined, or you believe, that you can get this thing to be a mine. You, you guys have got a track record, but we've looked mm-hmm. at yours. You're reasonably well known here in UK and Europe. Um, what, what does that mean for the relationship with with, with Wisdom in, in the sense that what's the expectation of you? What was the agreement with you? Why give it to you? They could have got 50 million cash, like you said. I, I, I think they they wanted a vehicle that they could get exposure to the, the project rather than cash. Uh, <clears throat> this gave them that. And, and I... And but they, I, I, I get that. I get yeah, that. Yeah. What, what, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to get at from you is like, what 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 was the tenor of the conversation with them? Said, so look, here's a process that we're going to go through, and they go, yes, yeah, sure, we would like you to do it this way. They said, they got two board seats, not one, two board seats, right? So they they've got expectation of the way you do this. Market didn't work for you in 2021. Yeah. Has that set you back in terms of the relationship? No, I don't. I don't think it did. Um, I don't. You know, this this is always going to be kind of tempered to the general kind of gold equity market. I don't think it set us back. I think what it did, it really underpinned where gold's going and and the framework for the the gold trading environment. I, I'm of the view that gold is now at a new kind of uh, plateau. Uh, gold. I, I feel that gold's going to trade between eighteen hundred and twenty two hundred dollars for the foreseeable future. And if you remember back. 10, 15, 20 years ago, companies used $1,200 as their assessment for, for gold projects. Then it was 15, um, and then kind of even fell back to, to 1,200. I think we're now to the point where companies uh, will do assessments of gold projects at $1,800. And this project, given the, the, the size of it, given the scale of it, and given the leverage of these types of projects to the gold price, this is, this is, this is a great opportunity. And I, they see that. Now, I remember that. We were financing projects at 1250 gold, and we were, it was fine, quite boring for a long period of time. When it hit 1650, we were all delighted. So 1650, I'm happy. 1800 is good news. Uh, we'll see what happens next year. I think there's a lot of conversation and chat from brokers and other promoters that will be looking to push gold next year. So I think everyone's a little bit excited about what next year holds, but we're not there yet. Let's talk about the asset, okay? You picked up something which you must have known enough about to go and offer 52 and a half million bucks for. So what did you know? So we did extensive due diligence on it. And I think there's been a long history at Moss Lake 
And West Dome kind of bolted on two land packages to it down the southwest called Hamlin Lake, mm -hmm. and also up in the northeast called Coldstream and Iris Lake. And these are big copper expressions that uh, there was a historic copper gold mine run by Naranda and Extrata in the 80s and closed in 92 due to the copper price. So our focus is on Moss Lake, but there's a lot of optionality here. And I, and I felt when I looked at this, Moss Lake was horribly underdrilled. It was your typical junior story. They'll drill down 250 or 300 meters, get the results in the market, raise some money, do it again. This was the story. And what we, what we started to, when we started to look at this from a geological standpoint, we, we, we quickly knew that this was going to be much bigger uh, along strike. It's going to be laterally much wider. And at depth, you know, our first few drill holes uh, validated what we thought is that mineralization continues on and it does down 700 meters. So I think we, we saw this as a size and scale. And uh, th these are the types of projects you look for in this type of environment, you know, something that can really move the needle. Yeah, and it's, I think you've got a, a lot of names around it. And again, the other game, you talk about games being played and how they ran it before. Neurology, the closeology play, and you name drop anyone who's near you. You've got to feel that there's more to it than that. So apart, apart from the fact the lack of work that had been done before, what was, what was the data points telling you? What, 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 what did you say? Well, actually, if we approached it like X, Y, or Z, I think we can get a lot more from this. Because yeah. you've you announced a 100,000 meter drill program, right? Yeah, that's and, right. But you're going to come at it a specific way. So maybe talk about how you're going to come at it and that maybe answer the question. Yeah, so there's been about 100,000, 110,000 meters drilled at Moss Lake. There's been about 50,000 meters drilled on these other two kind of copper targets, uh, these high-grade copper targets. And I think, you know, we put together an initial 100,000 meter program to increase the quality of the resource to verify the 4 million ounces, obviously but to increase the quality of it up into measured and indicated and to expand it. And, and, and quite frankly, you know, a long strike, a long, a long um, you know, laterally, but also at depth. And I think that is going to be the impetus to a much larger project. So how does that work? Okay, 100,000 meters, a lot of meters, it's yeah. expensive stuff. So you've got to validate what's gone before, 2013, long time ago. So that involved how much of that will be twinning, how much of that going to be infill, and how much is going to be new? expansive uh, drilling? I think we're, it'll, it'll break down into quarters. We'll see about 25,000 meters of, right. of verification drilling. We'll see about 25,000 meters of, of infill. We'll see 25,000 meters of step out and step down. Mm -hmm. And we'll probably save 10 or 15,000 meters for the, for the copper targets, prospects, probably next spring. And, uh, and, and plus or minus, we'll, we'll get to somewhere around 100,000 meters. We actually have a program beyond that. Right. But I think 100,000 meters gets this to a size that I think we could we can do another economic study on. Okay, and that's interesting. So then, we, we've talk, again, I'll come back to the games because there's a lot of companies out there who play the game. They're not interested in actually mining, okay, yep. properly. So you've, you'll spend that money. You'll have to go out to market and tell a story. You've got a big retail component at the moment, and I know you've got the team that can access the institutional stuff too. So uh, what is the picture you're trying to paint for the market? So... We're trying to do this to a standard that is not a junior mining standard. I've worked right. for majors. I worked for Kinross and, and Katanga Mining and, and Pete Flindell, who is my VP of Exploration on site. We've been together for almost 20 years on the last eight or 10 projects. And uh, he worked for Newmont. So we understand what the, the big guys really want in a project. 
And I guess ultimately what I'm trying to create is a tier one project. And you hear, you'll you hear Mark. What, what do they want? Tell us what they want. I'm they, intrigued. They, they want 10 year mine life. They want 10 million ounces. They want 500,000 ounce production profile. And they want lower half of the cost curve. That's right. a tier one asset. So the company's not telling me that. I know they're not serious. Right, right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but these things actually are, they gear themselves when you get up into those volumes, they actually work much better. Right. Okay. So you, so there's the wisdom component, and there's also Sierra Madre as well, which is why Doug Ramshaw was involved in this. Yeah. How did that come about? It was just a shell. Sierra Madre Developments was a shell that we RTO'd into. Hence, what we did the transaction. The transaction was contingent on the RTO getting approved by the by the TSX. Uh, That happened uh, end of May, and and away we go for, for trading. But yeah, Doug came in through the Sierra Madre route. Others came into the project just through. Our, our known associations, Galen McNamara, who's their chairman, you know, he uh, he led and, and drove a lot of the uh, uh, initial conversations with Westome, along with um, along with others on our advisory board. Right. Okay. So you, you feel you've got the right project. You'll know. So how, when is this drilling finished? It'll finish around this time next year. Okay. So you've got twelve months of drilling ahead. Of you. You're financed uh, for all of that. You know what the picture you've got to start building. Now, clearly, you're not going to be able to deliver. 10 million ounces, et cetera, at, at that point, but you'll, you'll have done enough. And what, what, what will enough be at that point to go and raise capital? So the, the, the whole project, the whole program that we have on the 100,000 meters is to get us to either that 10 million ounce mark or show a path to that 10 million ounce mark. You know, right, but it's more likely the latter, right? It's more likely the latter, but we need to be able to demonstrate that this is you know much bigger than even where we get to in a year's time, and 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 that whether we get close to a tier one asset or we we can demonstrate it, I think that that's that's going to be the uh, that's going to be the end goal at the end okay. of the day. So, but but going on beyond that, I think we need to take a, a look in the mirror at that stage and say, do we want to be transactional? Or do we want to continue on with the development? And the market will tell us that, the gold price will tell us that, the share price will tell us that. Always. Yeah. Look, appreciate you coming in today. Thanks, Matt. It's, uh, nice to be introduced to the story and yep. meet you. Um, we'll stay in touch, see how you get on, and come and let us know. Absolutely. Look forward to it. Take care. Thanks.